InfoTrack continues. Once again, here's Chris Whitting. What's the costliest disease in America? If you said cancer or heart disease, you'd be wrong. Alzheimer's disease is costing our nation a fortune. Here to talk about the fight against this devastating disease, we welcome Huntington Potter, a neurobiologist at the University of Colorado. How are you, sir? Very well, thank you. Why are the costs of battling Alzheimer's disease so high? Well, thanks to many medical advances, we are all living longer. And basically, if everyone lives to be 85, half of us will have Alzheimer's disease. We have about 5 million people with Alzheimer's disease now, and that's likely to increase about threefold by 2050. Give us a quick overview of this disease. What segments of the population are most likely to get it, and what are some of the symptoms? Alzheimer's disease is pretty much an equal opportunity killer. There isn't a specific group that is particularly at risk, except for people with Down syndrome. And because they have three copies of chromosome 21 and therefore three copies of the Alzheimer's gene, all of them develop the pathology in the brain by the time they're 30 or 40, and most of them develop dementia by the time they're 50 or 60. Are uh, women or men more susceptible to get this? There's a slight increased risk of developing Alzheimer's disease in women, but the reasons are complex. Partly they live longer, but that can be eliminated when you calculate the risk. Part of it is a change in their estrogen levels at menopause, and part of it is their total cognitive stimulation during their lifetime, which may be less in the current population who are developing Alzheimer's disease. So I forgot where I put my keys this morning. Does that mean I'm getting Alzheimer's disease? No, as long as you know that you forgot your keys, it's probably okay. All of us have a certain age-related forgetfulness. That's perfectly normal. But when you mistake where the keys are several times or not know what they're for, or your family begins to worry about your memory, that's the time to be checked out. Is there any cure for Alzheimer's disease? No, unfortunately, there is not only no cure, but there are no very good treatments. There are four drugs that are approved by the Food and Drug Administration for treatment of Alzheimer's patients, but essentially all they do is slow the decline a little bit. We're talking on InfoTrack with Huntington Potter, a neurobiologist at the University of Colorado, and we're talking about Alzheimer's disease. Do we need to be spending more on research with this disease? Yes, absolutely. And the reason is that if we don't, we're all going to go broke, both emotionally and financially. The current cost of Alzheimer's disease to the nation is about $220 billion a year, but the estimate is that that is likely to rise to over a trillion a year by 2050, and we just can't afford it. Why are other diseases, such as cancer, apparently getting more funding if this is so costly? I think it's only become recognized that Alzheimer's disease is a very serious public health problem in the last five or ten years, and it takes a little while for policymakers to change their priorities. For every dollar of increased research for Alzheimer's disease, there probably is going to have to be a reduced dollar someplace else. Is there anything the average person can do to encourage greater investment in this research? Well, the main point is that only the government, both state and federal, has enough resources to really solve a problem like Alzheimer's disease or cancer or heart disease. 
And that means that this is a political as well as a scientific problem. And the best thing is to talk to your legislators and tell them more about Alzheimer's disease and why it's so important. Is there a stigma attached to Alzheimer's, would you say? There used to be, and that has become less as it has become more recognized that it is not a normal form of aging. It is not a personal weakness. It is a disease, and with research, we should be able to understand it better and develop treatments. Someone pointed out that with other high-profile diseases, there are success stories to point to. There really aren't any with Alzheimer's at this point, are there? No, you're absolutely correct, there aren't. And that makes it very difficult to have great success stories talking to the media and talking to their friends about how research saved them. We don't have that yet. We're hoping to get it soon, but it's going to take some more work. I understand there has been some research into some thoughts, for example, people who keep their minds sharp with crossword puzzles have less of a chance, but that was uh, apparently thrown out, right? That is not true. That's correct. There are many things that suggest that increased cognitive stimulation throughout your entire life is protective, but we don't know the mechanism yet, and it's not clear that once you're in your 50s or 60s, increasing your cognitive stimulation by mental exercises or online games of various kinds have a great effect. The research just hasn't been done. I think you touched on this, but just looking ahead 10 or 20 years, what kind of costs will we be looking at if we don't get a handle on this disease? The Alzheimer's Association estimates that we should be spending about $1 trillion a year on Alzheimer's disease by 2050 if we don't solve this problem. Alzheimer's disease research was specifically increased by about $100 million last year by the U.S. Congress, and they expect to repeat that this year. It's still not anywhere near as much as other serious diseases, but it's a good step in the right direction. Huntington Potter, a neurobiologist at the University of Colorado, thank you so much for joining us today on InfoTrack. It's a pleasure. You're listening to InfoTrack, the weekly show with information you should know.